Judd Jones. All right, it's Mr. Sirius XM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, doing your negotiations on Twitter, I see. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going back there. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, hell, I figured you and Howard were already out in the Hamptons drinking margaritas by now. Oh, yeah, that, that that's what's going on. How are you, right. my brother? Oh, man, doing good, doing good. Just getting ready for the turkey day. Going to smoke a turkey out back. That's the plan. Are, are you throwing it in a deep fryer and attempting to burn down half your house? That's actually the second part of it. Going to smoke it for a little while, then deep fry. Actually, I have an electric deep fryer, so it literally could catch the house on fire. Holy shit. Have you ever done that before? I did it twice in the apartment in New York. Uh, for real? Oh, yeah. It's like a Butterball brand turkey fryer, and it's like... You know, all arrows point to being idiot-proof, but as long as you turn the knob to the right level, no problem. So I'm, I'm uh, two for two. We're doing good, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. Those were the last words of a lot of people that, uh, you know, ended up burning their houses down and calling the fire department. Yeah, it's like, hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm on the way to get pies. Pies, plural? Yeah, I'm getting a couple pies. Uh, you know, my wife knows I'm pretty much useless as far as, like, planning for the holiday. So she wanted yeah. to make me feel like I'm uh, contributing. So she goes, go get some pies. And I live so uh, far out east on Long Island, there's all these farm stands. So I'm going to I'm gonna go uh, get some pies. Just off the side of the road there, huh? Well, they got all these farm stands, you know. Uh, right, right, right. So I, I'm going to figure that out, and that's uh, and I figured I would give you a call and see how my buddy Judd Jones is doing. Oh yeah, man, showing living, living it up or trying to at least in our own little weird Florida world. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, this time last year, life was good, man. You know, you were doing podcasts with me at Get Parts with our pal Vic Henley, your uh, your old neighbor there in New York City. And, uh, you know, you fast forward a few months and uh, you've left New York. I've left New York and that's how it's going to be for a while. Yeah, man, I tell you, I, I, I have to catch myself sometimes trying not to feel sorry for myself, you know, because I'm like, you know, I think to myself, just shut the fuck up. It's like what you're saying. This time last year, dude, you know, hanging out with you and doing podcasts with you, I'm getting up at the comic strip, Gotham. Uh, I mean, it was just rolling, you know, and then Vic had that album that he was bringing out and he got all sorts of interest. People were booking him for shows, you know, for the rest of 2020 and we we're getting ready for all that. And then just the bottom falls out of everything. So I, I blame Vic's death on my downfall. What? Oh, really? Well, I blame, no. uh, <laughs> I blame Carl's death on my downfall. That no, son of a right. bitch. <laughs> what the exactly. fuck, you assholes? We had a good thing going, you fucks. Selfish bastards, I tell you. Incredibly selfish, especially if you understand uh, what the whole death thing is all about. Yeah, right. No shit. Uh, no, the, what death is, uh, you just get rid of your spacesuit, and they're still here, but we can't communicate with them, damn it. I know, I know. It's very odd. I still find myself, you know, thinking of something funny and... Or something, you know, run into some dipshit down here in Florida and I want to text somebody and I always think of Vic. I'm like, God damn, man. A hundred percent. I have... Still a, a weird thing. I have actually uh, have grabbed my phone 
more than once to text Vic, and I went, oh, that's right, he's dead. He's dead, that's right, yes. He's uh, gone, that's right. <laughs> it, it's just unbelievable. It's weird, man. Well, I mean, what are, oh, we yeah. supposed to, what are we supposed to do? I mean, you got to find the jokes or it'll, it'll drive you insane, right? Well, that, I'm sure that's what he and Carl would both say, so I think we're in the right space. <laughs> I guess. You know, he, he, you know uh, Vic, we kind of laugh, talk about the exact same thing. When when Carl died, uh, it was, I think, what was it, on a Friday. And that Saturday, A&M, Texas A&M was playing Auburn. Right. Those are both of our schools. So I knew that he was going to be home. and uh, But he also didn't like to be bothered a lot during the football, uh, during an Auburn game. Yeah. You know? So I, I was like, I'll just uh, text him at halftime, say, I'm swing by, smoke a little, check out the rest of the game. And uh, so I texted him, he called back, and he's like, uh, yeah, uh, Carl's dead. Just straight away like that. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, he's dead. And so as ever since then, like for weeks after that, he would bring that up. He'd be like, yeah, Carl died, deader than shit. And that became just kind of the absurdity of the whole thing. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my that, God! That was that was that was the joke for some weeks after that. Yeah. Well, it's all very weird, man. All very weird. A whole reset going on in a lot of ways. Yeah, I I I, uh, I guarantee that that Vic is getting his, getting getting the last laugh because Nick Saban tested positive for the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Right. And I right. feel like Vic had something to do with that. Yeah, just reached down and touched him a little. That's it. Right <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? that's it. But, but no, man, it's just, uh, you know, yeah, being down here in Florida, I was talking to my dad the other day, and I said, you know, did I think that five years ago when I moved to New York that five years later I'd be in Florida talking to my neighbors and taking the dog out to take a shit? No, I didn't think that that's what I'd be doing at all. Yeah. No, but you. that's the reality. Yeah, you are hoping for uh, bigger plans for your life than... Uh, <laughs> yeah, than uh, talking about Bermuda grass with a neighbor. <laughs> right, exactly. You, yeah. You're crazy to live in Florida, man. Florida is its own special, I don't know, animal. Well, let me tell you, my, my whole thing... We live in a small, like, little community. We don't have a bunch of hubbub and dipshits around us. So, you know, just like with any place... It's where, it's where you live. Like, you know, I was talking to a friend who remained nameless. He's been doing comedy a long time. And he said that, uh, I said something about Florida. He's like, oh, Florida, I hate Florida. It's just so racist. And I'm thinking to myself, the whole state. Yeah. The whole state is racist. That's right. And yeah. I, you know, I just think that's fucking absurd. Yeah. But uh, in saying that, there's plenty of dipshits you just drive around the block. I mean, they're all over the <laughs> Well... That's just the way it is anywhere. Oh, I was going to say, you live long enough, you know the dipshits are everywhere. Absolutely yeah. everywhere. Right. But well, most you, of the dipshits around here don't want any problems, and most of them are armed, so it's all equal. I, 100%. I, I think that uh, calms everyone the fuck down when everyone is armed. Absolutely. And I, that's what I've always told people. That's why in, in Texas you don't seem hear much about uh, uh, carjacking. Right. Because you, you just have to assume the person in the car has got a gun. I mean, how both my grand, grandmothers had gun pistols in their purses. Beautiful. I mean, yeah, that's just the way it was, yeah. I, I'm uh, not particularly a, a gun guy. I, I got a little something-something in my house because, you know, why not? 
But yeah, well, didn't you, didn't you, didn't you uh, threaten the guy on the beach, Chuck, you're going to go get your gun? <laughs> <laughs> well, Where are you going to get my gun? Yeah, I just <laughs> casually said, oh, man, you listen to the podcast. God, I love Judd Jones. Yeah, the guy was making fun of me because I yelled at him to social distance on a beach. And he was like, uh, so, look at these people. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah. you. And then I just, I just march off. And then he goes... Where are you going? Because I didn't even tell him where I was going. I just marched off, and I go, "I'm going to get my gun." And <laughs> get my gun. And I'm not, I'm not gonna like oversell it. Uh, they didn't run off the beach, but they certainly left the beach a lot faster than they probably were going to leave. Well, they were thinking about it once you made that statement for sure. You're like, uh, <laughs> that's uh, all. That's all it takes, though. I yeah, oh sure. I uh, I I think there's a major gun problem in America, but I also am not stupid that it's way too late. We try. We probably should have tried to figure this out. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe a hundred years ago, we'd have to go back. And uh, so at this point, I think you should just hand them out to everybody. Fuck it. Yeah, well, see, I think it's more of a people problem than a, than a gun problem. I mean, that's that's just the, the way I come at it. But yeah. there are, you know, there needs to be uniformity in, in you know, ways in which people can or can't get guns. It's never going to be perfect. And, yeah, we're too far down the road for it to, you know, all of a sudden going to turn around. But I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm more of a numbers person. Way more good guys have guns than bad guys. I think you might be right about that. I think I've changed my tune a little bit, little bit. Um, yeah. I'm not happy that the hunters all are all around me these days and waking up my dog at uh, sunrise because they're out there. I don't know. I don't know what they're shooting. They're probably shooting duck, right? Or the geese? Well, hell, I, well, it turns out, I just found out, we're, we're, where we are, we back up to this kind of swampy area before a part of the river next to the beach. Yeah, and apparently, apparently, I can duck hunt in the backyard. Beautiful. <laughs> I just found that out recently. I just wouldn't think you could because there's goddamn help. Right. But if you aim, but if you aim away from the houses and towards the bay, and you're shooting your ducks, it's apparently legal. So I think I might get a set of waders and okay. head out there the next couple of weeks. All right. I don't. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I I know you're telling the truth because I had a similar story. So. I'm trying to think. I think it was like last uh, winter, maybe early spring. Ocean, at least two to three families had so many different uh, firearms, pistols and shotguns and and all sorts of stuff in between. And they they had it in, you know, those uh, those uh, kind of like wheelbarrow things that you, you take on the beach, you know, with all your shit. Oh, yeah, the, the, the big wheels. On. Yeah, yeah. So they had that yeah. filled with guns and ammunition. And they, and they were just shooting rounds into the ocean. And I'm like, this can't be fucking legal, right? So I live in such a tight-knit uh, community that uh, we all know all the cops by, you know, uh, per, uh, by their first names and whatnot. And we check in with them all the time. And I called up, I don't, I don't want to say his name, and I go, blah, blah. And I, I described what I was seeing. There's a fucking militia on the beach. Uh, It it pretty much was. And it was all ages, and it was a a few generations just shooting guns, and they were out there for well over an hour. And he asked me one question. He goes, which way are they facing? And I go, "Uh, they're facing the ocean. He goes, nothing I could do about it. I'm like, like, they're 200 (laughs) yards from the houses. He goes, as long as they're not facing the houses, there's nothing we could do about it. 
about it. Excuse me. I'm like, holy right. crap, man. Yeah. America. Oh Ain't that exactly. a. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They weren't even shooting at any, like, uh, they weren't doing any skeet shooting or any target shooting. They were just shooting into the water, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they they weren't even aiming at anything, which was uh, <laughs> which was so bizarre to me. Absolutely nothing. No targets. I'm go shoot the ocean. Yeah. No seagulls. Nothing. No bunker pods. It was unbelievable. Speaking wow. of which, how was your uh, the rest of your fishing season? Oh, uh, oh, quite successful. I'm sure uh, it was just amazing the numbers that I pulled at. But you know, I don't. It was not catching any. Uh, serious contenders like you apparently are doing up there, but I caught some redfish here and there, but there's a lot of shit fish. Bluefish, yeah. all that all that stuff. We live on a canal right now and uh, there's this old guy up the way a little bit and he's catching uh oh fuck, what is he catching out of there? Tarpon. Wow. Damn. Tarpon. No kidding. Yeah. And so and so I, I he's just showing me a little bit of how he does that. And uh, so I haven't done much since we've been at this new spot we've been here for a few months now but uh man we get out on the kayaks and putt around yeah you know do do all that stuff man i tell you i you know can't complain with the weather and all that part of me misses (laughs) the cooler weather in new york but yeah but uh you know it started to cool down a little bit here so Ah, That's good enough for me. You'll be all right. That kayak fishing (laughs) is a mother effort, man. A friend of mine was talking about his friend that went kayak fishing in the ocean. He went out, you know, maybe a quarter mile. There's bigger fish out there. And he hooked on to something that was going to pull him away into the ocean or or to pull the whole kayak and everything under. And he had to cut the line. And, And to this day, he doesn't know what the hell he hooked. Wow. Yeah, yeah, can you imagine? Well, that wouldn't take much in a kayak, yeah. No kidding, man. And everyone's like, because I got a couple kayaks. They're like, why don't you do any of that kayak fishing? I'm like, fuck that, man. I don't know what I'm going to hook into, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, there's a whole science to that. I mean, I, I again, I'm just, I'm not even a serious fisherman, and I've only taken the pole out on the kayak once. But, but I mean, you see some of these accessories and stuff that people will buy for their kayaks or fishermen. Yeah. It looks like fucking Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, they got every attachment thing that they've drilled into the side and a holder here and all, I mean, everything. Got your knife attached here and all this shit. Yeah, they're serious. Yeah, 100%. By the way, you're uh, you're not the guy that uh, rescued that dog from the alligator, right? Because that guy kind of looks <laughs> like you. <laughs> kind of well, look, looks like you, Judd. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, if, if, if an alligator that size latched onto my dog, I would do the same thing. Any bigger, I'd say it was good knowing. Yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, that was that was a tiny little alligator, but still, you know, yeah. I like the fact that he didn't drop his cigar either, even though he got soaked. I thought that was class act right there. Oh, I thought it was amazing that he kept a cigar in his mouth, but I'm 100% with you because everyone's like, oh, my God, look at this guy. This is crazy. And I'm like, dude, the, the alligator was, I don't know, 12 inches maybe, 13 inches long? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a baby. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I, I've seen, hell, I've seen alligators that size and beggars being around here. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's very odd. Well, it's not odd that if they go grab a pet, especially the small pet. Right. But most of the time, alligators are pretty docile. Like, they're not aggressive like crocodiles. Yeah. So they got to be hungry, or they got to see a mark on the beach, on the, on the beach, which was that little fucking dog that he had. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, yeah that's going to happen all day long. Did, I think that even happened. Didn't like a kid get attacked by an alligator inside Disney, like one of the retention ponds or some shit? They had. Like, Dude, that happened a few years back. Yeah. Dude, that was. A, hold on, I, I. So that was a few years ago. We ended up staying at the same hotel, and I went to the spot, and it is creepy, man. But I'll tell you right now, there's never going to be another alligator that takes a kid in Disney. They cannot afford uh, that to happen a second time. So they they barricaded it a big fucking time. But it was a little like Sandy Beach that went into, you know, a lake or a pond, whatever. And people would sit out there to watch the fireworks every night. And uh, a kid was just kind of in the water up to his knees. And a, a goddamn alligator took the kid away. Yep, fucking Hakuna Matata. And uh, <laughs> if you notice, you've never heard from that family again, man. I don't know what Disney does. I don't know if they threaten the whole family or if they pay them off, but you never heard from that family again, man. That's no, they, that's they, creepy. They're, they're, they're probably living that a little further than you on Long Island. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> I mean, obviously incredibly tragic. And uh, I went to the spot. And I was like, oh, my God, so weird. Just so bizarre, yeah. man. But, uh, you know, that alligator thing reminded me of those people that do that noodling. Would you do the noodling? Right. You know right. that? No, you know, I, I would never do that, but I know I know of it, yes. I, I mean, people did it in my hometown. Really? So, yeah. So basically, uh, for the people that don't know, uh, these people will go into these riverbeds or, or I guess little ponds even or whatever, waterways, and they, the catfish hide close to the banks in little little holes and whatnot. And these people put their whole arm into these holes, and the catfish grabs the whole arm, thinking it's bait or some kind of food source, and then they pull it out with their arm. I can't yeah. imagine the balls it takes to do that. You know, you know what else is in those holes? Yeah, that's fucking what, alligator. Of course, and then that that. Yeah. <laughs> and then that alligator, uh, it's sort of an alligator, but it's not. those. I forgot the name of those damn things. Alligator guard? Yeah, the cars, right. Yes, yes, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Um, how, how's everybody handling the Trump loss down there in Florida? That's that's like Trump country, isn't it? Well, half of them are happy. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it was essentially, essentially that. Yeah. I, uh, I, I tell you what I, I noticed since we were down here and you know I've been coming to Florida I don't know more often like in the past probably four I guess yeah, four or five years and uh, there was a lot more you go what sorry I'm at one of those uh, I'm at one of those four way stop signs and it's like there's like massive confusion (laughs) god everyone takes turns you idiot (laughs) I'm kind of mad that I didn't roll down. Flash your gun. I'm mad I didn't roll down my window to yell that. It 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 it, it takes a lot of the sting away if, if they can't hear you. Very cathartic, yes. Uh, all right, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, right. What was I saying? <laughs> you were saying about Trump and what you. I like. Oh, yeah. I do listen too. Trust me. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah. The uh, no, but last election there was way more Trump uh, signs and stickers and shit like that. Yeah. Compared compared to this time. I mean, there's way more Biden stuff, but what I thought, and it well, it turned out to be the case for Florida, what I thought is that, you know, after four years, there's less people who want to be flying anything Trump on their car, at their house, because they don't want to get their stuff fucked up. 
Yeah. You know, whereas the Biden people will fly a flag all day long. They don't give a shit. Right. Oh, I did see, a, I did see a, 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 some houses in this neighborhood next to the beach. Uh, one house in the middle had a Biden flag on a flagpole right in the front yard. And they were surrounded across the street and next to them by six houses with Trump signs. No kidding. <laughs> wow. So you, imagine, you imagine what six o'clock in the street on that neighborhood's like? Oh, my God. You know? What a hey, nightmare. Hey, Bill, what's going on? Fuck you. Yeah. I, I like yeah. I like uh, not knowing uh, what my neighbors support. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter because it's I, it, politics and who's president doesn't need to be at the front of our fucking brains and the front of our minds and what we talk about all the time. Yeah, it was never like that before. It doesn't have to be like that now. It didn't have to be like that the previous four years. Yeah, I don't give up. Fuck yeah! About who's doing what or whatever. Yeah. What I do give a fuck about is somebody on either side wants to just spout their shit. It's a fucking boring conversation. A hundred percent, man. Uh, you know, there's, I, there's other stuff to talk to your neighbors about, like Bermuda grass. Yeah. Well, I think we're all. I think <laughs> that's funny. I think we're all starting the the Trump hangover. It, it feels a little weird because he's not. He's not uh, front and center uh, as much already, and he's not spewing his lunacy that was kind of fun to watch. I'm not going to lie to you. Now I turn on the TV, and they're talking about boring Biden transition stuff, and I'm like, this is boring, man. Right. Well, that's, and that's, the news media is going to have to deal with that because, you know, that, that Trump, is a, Trump is a gravy train for sure. But oh, yeah. In my, in my opinion, and, you know, just from what generally I see here and there, it is odd that Trump, I mean, some days he's on Twitter more spouting his shit or what the fuck, he was retweeting what Randy Quaid the other day? Yeah, that, right. that rocks. Like, I mean, <laughs> that rocks. Of, every, of, every, of everything he's done, I think that's the jump to shark moment. Of like, course. He went too hard. Of course. You know? I gotta, I confuse so many people because I'm definitely not a Trump supporter and I have no problem uh, vocalizing that. But there are things he does that I love to death, like him retweeting Cousin Eddie. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, did he think it was Dennis Quaid? Or did, I mean, you know. <laughs> no, he knows exactly he what he's doing. Right, yeah. <laughs> he, knows exactly, oh, he knows exactly what he's doing. Randy's insane. Randy had to go to yeah. Canada because he was a bad, bad boy. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that, 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 dude, that's true. You know, Trump's a television guy. He knows marketing. So oh my god! Retweet Randy Quaid. Yeah, <laughs> red devil face or whatever he's doing. But I'm I'm torn yeah. because it's already boring, and I I actually heard the news do another story besides Trump Biden. It was something on uh, the murder hornets, and I'm like, oh my god, they're starting to slowly get back to actually doing other news oh, stories. Get back to that shit too. Yeah. No, I, I do find it interesting that Trump, especially at the beginning or after the election, and to a certain extent now, he's kind of quiet yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. And I think he's being kind of quiet like a defendant. Yeah. You, you, you know? And, yeah. And I, but he's got, I, I don't know, man. I think if, if I were to make a prediction, like everyone's getting. The further away we get from the election, more people are getting comfortable with the fact that Trump's not going to be president. But they, you know, never mind what you read in the, or the main news media, at least from what I can tell, there are so many court cases going on that people are bringing up that don't even aren't even affiliated with Trump. And his team is leading their own fight. They're doing everything they can to get to the Supreme Court. If there's any hiccup between now and January 20th to the timeline, people are going to lose their fucking minds. Yes. 
But if there is a hiccup between now and then, chances are it's all totally legal. Right. Uh, that's... You know, and that's going to fucking throw people for a loop, I think, when that shit happens. I'm not saying he's going he's gonna to be president, but there will be some speed bumps along the way that will be, have to do with, that will be litigious. Yeah. And, and people are going to get very, very upset. Yeah, you know? 100%. I mean, you know, it's, it's like his taxes stuff, right? Like, I don't know what his tax shit is, but I know he filed bankruptcy for casinos and shit like that or whatever. But I'm willing to bet that the reason he didn't pay any taxes is because he used every single legal loophole that any American could use. Right. I'm willing to bet that's what it was. It's a better chance that that's what it was as opposed to, he just said, fuck it, I'm not paying tax. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. I, I would imagine he's got to figure it out in, in some way or, or, or another. I mean, that's yeah. What it is. Well, it's like, but it's even at a different level, even somebody who's gaming the system with like social security or food stamps or unemployment or something like that, if they're all doing it legally, more right. power to them. Right, exactly. I mean, you don't like the game, change the rules. You know? Hold on a second. Pies? You guys got pies? <laughs> no? What are you talking to some hookers? <laughs> Talk. You you don't it says pies right on the sign. You pies. don't have pies? Show me your pie. What are you pointing at? Down the road? Why aren't you Thank you? Alright, the pies uh are not at a at a place that has a sign that says Helen's Pies. Oh, did Helen sell out of them, or I, she just didn't like your approach? It was a dude, and he he was just pointing down the road. So now I'm uh, pulling out of this spot. Uh, oh Christ! Uh, speed bumps is just stupid pies. <laughs> <laughs> Slow speed for pies. What the fuck? Um. But the, I think, whoa, yeah, maybe this isn't a, oh, okay. I thought it was at a, a traffic light and I almost got T-boned. That would have been fun. That would have been a... Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, but with the with the Biden thing, he already made a mistake. He said something like, America's back. And a lot of people, yeah. I said, look, what, as soon as Biden becomes president, don't you worry. I'll start pointing out all the horse shit. No no problem for the kid. Sure. And to say America's back, it's like, dude, 70 million people wanted Trump, you know, yeah, and they right. kind of liked his America. And that's what's scary about uh, the country we live in. So you can't just ignore all those people and say America's Absolutely. back. Absolutely. But, you you know, every every time before this, it's like, well, if the, per- if the person wins and the person wins, because everybody had confidence in the way it was being done. Right. And whether and whether it's accurate or legitimate or not, you got half the country who are thinking, no, nope, this shit was wrong and rigged, and my president was robbed. That's what half of the country is thinking right now. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, yeah. they're already thinking that. Yeah. So that's, I mean, you talk about, you think there was a line in the sand between people before this election. I mean, this is what I'm saying, man. I mean, you know, it's it, it's a, it's a, it's going to be really interesting the next few months with all the variables that are going on. Yeah, a hundred percent. But uh, that that's where we're at right now. What are you going to do? By the way, I, I I did learn something about the murder hornets. <laughs> really? All right. What they, about the murder hornets? So they love the honeybees, right? And that that's a big fucking problem for uh, agriculture and. Uh, 
I think one murder hornet within 60 seconds can take out 40 to 60 honeybees. That is a problem. In 60 seconds, one of them. That is, that's, that's way excessive. <laughs> you you fact, think? The fact that honeybees are, you know, have been threatened for so many years. Like, I, there was some documentary about this, about the impact that the honeybees have on agriculture and all this, and really put a microscope on it. I forget what the hell it's called. Um, I, I watched that movie, and I'm like, okay, the, we'll all starve if the bees die. Right. Like, we need to focus on this. Like, this is what it is. Yeah. But then I, I saw there's even companies that bring in uh, uh, boxes of the beehives on flatbed trailers. Yeah. And take them to different farms and release them, you know, and all this to pollinate. I'm like, fuck, is it that desperate that you got to ship in bees? Oh, yeah. And and there's... That's, that's scary stuff. Yeah, and, and they're so valuable that uh, people steal them. They steal the hives. They'll steal the hives. Yeah. Well, I guess I can see that, yeah. Wow. My uncle had, my uncle had a beehive in his backyard when I was growing up. Hold on a second. Never, never, Hold on a I never second. Once got stung and I walked all around it. Hold on a second. You got pies? You got to move your arms. No, you, you got to move your arms. They're a little stiff. <laughs> what are you talking about? Is someone directing traffic? No, someone was jogging. And I, I was a runner growing up. I was a cross-country runner. And it, you and just it, told a random runner how, that their form is off? Oh, it drives me nuts. Oh my god, they're you, like, fuck you. <laughs> you gotta kinda like use your elbow as sort of a hinge. You gotta get rid of all that tension in your arms, and then you can run further if you need to know the truth. Well, you don't have to tell me. I already knew that. Oh, okay, good. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You wanna know what else drives me nuts? Ooh. And I, I, I hope, Judge Jones, you don't have one of these. Okay. When, when I'm watching TV and I see someone's mole, it drives me insane. Because I know how easy it is to get rid of and how inexpensive it is. There's no reason to be able to see fucking moles anymore when you watch TV. It drives me insane. Well, that's hilarious that you said that because just the other day I watched again for the a millionth time Uncle Buck. (laughs) Yes. I swear to God, I rewound the scene when he's talking to the principal at least five or six times. <laughs> there you go. So you get it, man. It's the greatest. Yeah, no, I, to- I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes... Well, first of all, you got to find it, find out if it's goddamn cancer. I right. mean, that's the first thing you have to do. Right. And if it's not, then, yeah, aesthetically, maybe take it off. But then again, you know, there's some well, hot chicks with the, with the exceptions. You know? Well, I- I'm allowed to say that, by the way, because I was a moly person. So I'm, oh, okay. I'm allowed to say it. You know, it's like... So you're one of the tribe. Yeah, I'm allowed. Like, you know how black people are allowed to say the N-word and whatnot. I'm allowed to talk okay. about moles because I was a moly person for a while. And I knew how kind of gross it was. And it was all along my jawline. I had one a, a, a nice one on my chin. And I'm like, yeah, oh, God. And so when I got a little money, even though you don't even need a lot of money uh, to get rid of these things, that was one of the first things I did. I chopped off probably a dozen of them easily. Really? Wow. Yeah, man. And and, 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 and and that's what you were left with, huh? Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it just, it, it really drives me nuts. There's one woman on one of the cable news outlets. She's got a giant mole 
and she still shows cleavage. And it really looks like a piece of food or something is stuck there. <laughs> and, and, and you, you got some brisket on your table. <laughs> exactly, man. And it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. Ah, uh, whatever. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. So, yeah, so, you, so you don't like runners with bad form and people with moles on their faces. No, it drives my wife crazy. She goes, shut the fuck up. They'll run by my house. And I'll just yell, I'll just yell, run, Forrest, run! Yeah, and then loosen I'll, your hips! Oh no, that's the second thing I'll do! I go, you gotta lean forward slightly, just slightly. <laughs> you gotta find, you gotta find the zone. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, man. fucking crazy, man. <laughs> you, you, you think? <laughs> you, you think? That's what's happening, yeah. But everything else is good with you out there, right? You've been back in the city, right? You no. did that and... I only uh, I only go back for bills and uh, meat. I went back for a meat order. That Ooh. was yeah, man. This this new sponsor, UnitedHarvest.com, promo code Opie for like I don't know, like twenty percent off. Um, they sent me like four or five hundred dollars worth of meat, and uh, I had to do like a sales call with the guy, and he's talking about his meat and stuff, and I was like, yeah, 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 and he goes, I sent you some. I go, great. I go, where did you send it? And he sent it to the, the city apartment. I go, how long will it keep? He goes, maybe 24 hours. I'm like, this phone call is over. And he goes, what? <laughs> I go, I got to go get my meat. Yeah, That's, right. I got to get it back to the, yeah. Yeah, get over there. yeah, why talk about your meat when I can try your meat? There you go. Uh, you, let me just pause real quick and say, yet always the professional yeah. Yet always the radio professional. You just perfectly and naturally segue into a normal question straight into your sponsor. Oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> good. I'm good in that way. <laughs> it was almost seamless. It oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but that is a true story, though. No, no, but no, sure, sure. Look, hey, man. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you, gotta, you can't just have the meat laying around forever. I understand. Yeah. Well, I, so- I tell you what, I might actually look at that because I, that's something that I. I've sent my my parents different food and stuff over the years, and often steaks or chicken or whatever. Sometimes I'll check that out and see what they got. I can get a cheaper about what your your code Opie. Yeah, Opie Opie. And honestly, uh, their stuff is really good, really good. I w- I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't steal. What is this? Uh, what is this? Grain fed? What is this? Free range? What do we? I don't know. He, he, he said they finish them off with. Uh, I don't know, corn maybe, or potatoes, or I forget. Oh, okay, they're doing that. That's like that guy. You, did you ever meet that guy who Carl got the pigs from in South Carolina? Oh, hell yeah, I love them. Uh, Hank. Oh, Hank, that's right. Yeah. He wore coveralls. Yeah. Wore coveralls. We went in the bar in, on the, in the Upper East Side when he came into town. He fucking gives those pigs all sorts of shit. Candy. Right fucking anything and uh yeah that's that was carl's go-to for pork that guy <laughs> i was trying to i was trying to understand the guy because um he raises his pigs like they're his pets and he gives them names and stuff and then he ends up slaughtering them and i my i couldn't wrap my head around that at all i i understand oh. i understand the meat industry and the hog industry and all that but to actually name them, uh, given given the animals that personal touch, that just blew my mind. And I don't remember what he said because I, I, I was just horrified by the fact. That, and he gave the pigs all these cute names and then knowing that he's eventually going to slaughter them. Well, I think 
I don't know what he would say, but on the surface, what I would suggest maybe part of the reasoning behind, not reasoning behind it, or why it doesn't bother him, you have named only so many things in your life. Right. As far as pets go, right? I've named two dogs in my entire life. This dude is running through pigs constantly. Yeah. The names don't create any emotion. Right. It's just the names make it a way to differentiate. All right. That's my theory on it. He's had way more pigs than pets you'll ever have. <laughs> yeah. So it's not an emotional thing, you know? <laughs> That's true, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm very close to the pie place, my friend. Uh, very close, but are you getting there? All right, nice. You got pies. Uh, well, you just got immediate family, or you got Cuomo's mother coming up to your place, or what? Oh my God, how funny is that story? Cuomo's telling everyone that they got to keep their gatherings down, and you shouldn't even have Thanksgiving, and stay where you are, shelter in place, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then during one of the press conferences. Uh, they asked him his plans, and he said his 89-year-old mother is coming over. And then, yeah, he's going to ship, he's gonna ship his, grandma, his mother up at yeah. 89 and bring his two daughters. Yeah. After he he apparently said nobody from outside household. <laughs> yes. So like so, that, the, yeah. so then the Internet shames him to the point his poor 89-year-old mother is going to be by herself for Thanksgiving. That's just This is the world yeah. we live in. It's so fucked up. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know if we should be talking bad about a guy who just wrote a book and received an Emmy. Well, so, I mean, he I, seems pretty respectable to me. I mean, you got to be responsible for a whole bunch of people dying, and then you could get a goddamn <laughs> Emmy. It looks like that seems to be the case. Yeah, man, that's that's you know, that's, whether it's Newsom or or Cuomo or any of them, it doesn't matter if it's Democrat or Republican. They're all the same way with that kind of shit. Oh yeah, they just have to. They just have to have a message, and then they live their life like everybody else should. Oh yeah, they want. Oh yeah, Governor Governor Murphy out of Jersey. He was caught uh, dining out with I don't know. It was like a table of eight or something, and a Trump supporter got right in his face. <laughs> well, I, I I didn't. I just saw. I heard briefly something about that. But is, was there anything that he was breaking or his family was breaking by being there? That might just be somebody who hates him. Uh, uh, I think technically he he was doing outside dining, but they weren't wearing masks and and whatnot. I don't know. It, it's all yeah. do what I say, not what I do. We all know that, right? Well, look, dude. I tell you, we we don't go out to eat here. There's there's a couple of spots that we found out from people who will uh, order uh, from yeah. here and there um, because we know that they're making the effort. The vast majority of places are making the effort. I think around here, I think there's even a mandate. But I think it was down in Fort Lauderdale or Fort Myers. I, I don't know, one of the two. Some big-ass bar called The Wharf opened up, right? Right. And they had rules in place for, you know, requiring people to wear masks when they came in. But in no time at all, even though they have an outside space, everyone had their mask off and they were all pressed up against the bar. Oh, no kidding. Right. right. So the sheriff, I think, had to, you know, give them tickets or whatever. And it was so devastating that they... uh but like financially, they just like, all right, we can't open until we can open normally. Right. So they were only open for one night. That should happen. And then, boom, they stopped. You know? Yeah. It's wild, man. There's just, oh, man, it's crazy. Well. But we're not we're not going to any of these places. I don't need all that. I fucking stop at the liquor store, order a couple places there, or uh, uh, food from different places, uh, cook on the back grill. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, simple. That's all we could do as we wait for the vaccination. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. I, w- I, w- I want to see how many people drop dead from the vaccine before I take it. 
Oh, bro, man, I will wait the first month, and we'll, I'll uh, I'll see if anyone's growing an extra arm or something, and then maybe yeah. we'll dip in and 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 get our shots. All right. The side effect of the vaccine is Ebola. <laughs> I mean, who knows? You know, it's like uh, Ebola. Uh, Ebola's not that scary. You know why, right? Why's that? Well, if you get Ebola, you pretty much die instantly. But but it it doesn't. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were setting me up for a joke. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have. But it, that was a terrible joke. I was just going to give you some dumb knowledge, like the stupid. Right. Mark. No, no. I know it does. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take. I tell you what. Speaking of Ebola, yeah. Right when I right when I first started in Houston, uh, that stuff was going on, and for some reason, I thought it would be funny to make a T-shirt, a black T-shirt in white letters that said Ebola free, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. I thought that would be fun. Now, before that, I would wear what I pretty much wear now, just like a solid color shirt, jeans, boots, or, you know, whatever, something like that. But I thought, you know, that would be funny with like a sports coat, right? So I got this, and uh, and also I did a lot of black shows when I was living in Houston. And I'm looking at this T-shirt, and I'm like, oof. And I was like, man, that, that could go the wrong way. Like, that, that might be able that could upset somebody who's liquored up. Yeah. Right? I, and I, I came to that realization. So then there's a friend of mine named Ku Agenti. That's his name. Ku Agenti. Ku is short for some long African name. But his name is Ku Agenti, and he, he's from Houston. And he still does stand-up. Super nice guy. His whole thing is his, his hook is your favorite African. Right. Right? Yeah. Even though he, he's lived he's lived here a long time, he doesn't really have a thick accent. But he's, his family's from there, from there. Right? And so I said, hey, man, I was going to wear this shirt. What do you think? Do you want to wear it? And he was like, holy shit. So he wore it that night that I gave it to him. And everybody wanted a T-shirt, all this shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so he was like, hey, man, I'm going to, uh, you mind if I start selling, selling these? And I was like, take it and go, dude. Don't even worry. I ain't looking for a cut, man. Just go ahead and do it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And he wore that for a while. And then I remember seeing he was at one one show. And it was like. It was, a, you know, again, predominantly black show, and they did a picture of all the comedians on stage. And two of them were, two dudes were wearing the Ebola Free shirt, and one black chick was wearing Ebola Free, and she had cut it with beads to make it, like, stringy. Yeah. You know, on the bottom, and, like, crop top showing her tits, and it said Ebola Free right there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That, that's awesome. All right, listen, I, I got to go get some pies. I'm here. All right, man. Uh, Sounds good. I hope you have a good Thanksgiving and all that. Stay safe and, uh, yeah, man, catch up soon. Uh, are, you, are you promoting anything, Judd? What do you got? I've got stuff on uh, my webpage, And uh, I've got some videos. I put those fishing videos up there from before and some other shit. Right, okay. And, uh, stand up, this and that. But I tell you what, man, I'm just I'm playing the waiting game until the, you know, middle of next year. And... Um, just kind of seeing what plays out. I mean, New York, if, if New York opens up or, you know, gets over that hump in the spring, I mean, we still got a place up there. Yeah, well, it's going to be sad, though, to, um, you know, be back there and, and know that uh, your neighbor's no longer with us, Vic Henley. Well, that's, that's what we talk about all the time. I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's all weird, you know, um, but, you know, that's not anything I can really think about too much because... You know, I'll tell you this. I'll send you a picture of this. I've got to get to finish the letters. But you know those signs that uh, 
that light up and you put letters in it, it'll say something like three lines, a little small thing. You know, I have this thing, it says, be funny, fucker. Yeah, oh, beautiful. Vic, Vic Henley underneath it. Yeah. Because that's really the whole point. And he would even say the same thing. Yeah, get back in the clubs and be funny, fucker. Yeah. Like, that's it. Just That's what you're supposed to do, you know. So that's the intention. I hear Unless you. the goddamn socialist win. I hear you, man. I mean, I'm... Jeez. I, I I just drove by, uh, by a bunch of neighborhoods. They're all burning down because Biden is the president of the United States, and there's a goddamn giant truck going from house to house collecting guns as I speak. That's right. Beto O'Rourke is on the hood. Right, right on. All right, I got to go. I got to get these pies, bitch. All right, boys. We'll catch you up with you. Good talking with you. Good talking to you. All right, later. Boo, 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 Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>